What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Saints and Inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominic Smith. As always, I want to thank everybody for their continued support for this channel, for this platform. Listen, if you haven't already, wherever you get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, which is iTunes as well, if you have it. Listen, go ahead and hit that like button, hit that notification bell, subscribe if you haven't. That way you're alerted when all new episodes drop. And if you like what you're hearing, if you wouldn't be so kind, if you would be so kind rather, and go ahead and leave a nice review. It helps grow the channel because it boosts the algorithm and it brings lactic acid to a bigger audience. And it would certainly mean a lot to me. So please do that if you haven't. Listen, today's guest is one of the best in the world when it comes to the women's distance scene. She is a legend. She has three American records. And listen, she is just getting started. She is none other than the baller that is Miss Alicia Monson of the On Athletics Club. And we talked about that team atmosphere that she appreciates and how they're able to elevate one another when it comes to running, as well as as her she reflected on her season rather and just the things that she was able to accomplish and the confidence that she takes into this season we also talked about some fun topics because you know we like to have fun on here we talked about culvers we talked about musicals and musical soundtracks we talked about the importance of playing other sports she played multiple sports growing up and how that impacted her is something that she discussed she was a nutrition major in college so we talked about nutrition and why she loves it and then we talked about different cuisine so you know we had to bring in fried chicken uh because listen who doesn't love it love it well i do uh we talked about harry potter it was just a fun conversation that i know you all are going to enjoy listen if you need anything related to track and field or just running in general if you need some uniforms if you need some backpacks if you need just pole vault gear shot put gear uh whether it's the actual shot put or the discus or just anything you can think of go to track barn listen they are elevating the track community affordable prices payment plans they got you they will do your team's uniforms they will custom make it to how you like it and guess what if you purchase something but you go to the checkout before you check out type in lactic acid 10 to get 10 percent off your order let me know if you did that would love to keep tabs and guess what you're going to get that little discount and you're going to help out a small business who's elevating the sport of track and field appreciate everybody listening until next time love peace and chicken grease i hope you enjoy the episode What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Saints and Angs, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith, and today I have a certified baller, shot caller. The letter K stands for money, which is what she is on the track, balling out in all the Ks, 3K, 5K, 10K. She has records in all of them. Her, her sound, just the way she vibes on the track, it's like Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. And guess what? She is my guest today. She is none other than the legend that is, Sister Alicia Monson. Alicia, what's going on? on fam how you feeling thanks for having me feeling good hanging out with my dog here so it's a good day <laughs> hanging out with your dog you have that gourmet espresso machine behind you too oh. like... <laughs> yeah oh i'm my... trying to find a wall but <laughs> no that's even better scenery like it kind of yeah, puts yeah. two and two together if you're part of the oac you kind of have to have an espresso machine so <laughs> 
Okay, listen, I'm not going to hate on the OAC culture. Listen, yeah. I'm here for this cloud surfer energy. The, I'm with the it. Coffee I'm with club, it. The coffee club guys will come for you if you don't have good coffee. So <laughs> That's fair. I personally am not a coffee drinker. Um, oh, so, well, there you go. No, so, you know, I can't be a part of the club, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, just, but that's just okay. cheering from afar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just cheering from afar. That's all good. So listen, I'm going to ask you this question. I guess this is my fall question, even though it's hard to say it's fall when it's 87 degrees here today. Um, but that's okay. But at the Prefontaine Classic, we talked about the wonders of bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, we said that we would get the buttered buns. No, you worked at a restaurant. Yeah. Back in the day. The caramel and rolls. The caramel rolls. Oh, yeah. sweet Jesus. Oh, man. That that just, that warmed my heart, even though I've never had one before. But they sounded so good. But we're going to shift a little bit because this fall, there are a few people that were paying attention to you and just the greatness that you displayed last year. One of those companies is Food Network. Um, another company, um, whoever does animals, so let's just say SeaWorld or whoever does animals, and then a theme park. So here's what they're going to do in a promotion to celebrate your awesomeness. Food Network said, we want you to create an appetizer, your favorite appetizer. It could be one sp- particular thing, or you can have a sampler of things. So you can go just six different things from six different locations. They're going to combine it into one. They're going to call it the Monson Special, and they're going to sell it everywhere, but you get a lifetime endless supply of it. So that's one thing that's going to go down. The second thing, you are going to have dinner with any animal that you so choose. Now, granted, I say this, don't have animals, don't have dinner with an animal that you will probably eat, um, <laughs> whatever the case might be. But yeah, you're going to have dinner with that animal. Whatever you choose, they're going to make it happen for you. Last but not right. least, there are theme parks. I live in Orlando. We have Universal. We have Disney World. Down in Tampa, we have Bush Gardens. I know there's a Six Flags in Georgia. There's Disneyland out in California. There's there's anything, everything. There's some stuff in the Midwest that's lit. Every carnival or every fair seems to have some kind of um, concoction of rides and stuff that doesn't look safe, but it's the funnest thing you've ever you know gone on. Yeah. So you get a chance to be at this theme park. They're going to rent it out for you. For two days straight, one weekend, fast passes, they're paying for your food, they're paying for everything. You just get to choose where you're going. So, appetizer, animal you're going to have dinner with, theme parks. Mm. All right. Well, appetizer. Um, see, that's kind of hard because it's like, you go like breakfast themed, you can go like dinner themed, but, um, you know you can make it all in one. It doesn't have to be. You can do like a breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. Okay, this might this might seem really weird, but I've been into butter beans recently, which <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had them. They're like canned beans, but they're just larger than your typical canned beans. And so I've been making a lot of um, a lot of like pasta dishes with butter beans, or like a mushroom dish with butter beans. So I feel like I would have to go with something with butter beans simply because I've been really onto it recently. But um, I would I feel like it'd have to be like a, a finger food that people could share that's like kind of like a curry dish. Mm-hmm. 
and then you got some non bread to the side you got like some some like coconut cream swirled onto it some pickled onions on top so that's that's what I would have to say is like just a really hearty like tasty gingery like uh yeah mix that people can just go in with some non bread like a curry butter bean concoction so instead of yeah like yeah curry well, now are you adding meat to this or are we just using the beans instead? no just just the beans yeah mm-hmm. good enough okay. yeah okay I so, yeah. see. that's what i would do um which my boyfriend i think gets really annoyed at how many times i've been making beans recently <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh i've been really into it so i would say that for the appetizer um the next one what was the next one? Oh, dinner with an animal okay um so with this dinner with an animal like are you can they talk like is this like a different world or are you just like eating dinner yeah. with an animal so for <laughs> so for context <laughs> the original question was so there's a show back in the day called the wild thornberries and so okay. the main character eliza thornberry had the ability to talk to animals mm. and so essentially that power is being bestowed upon you so you're gonna have dinner with them so yes they can talk back with you okay okay yeah i kind of forgot about that show honestly those throwback um okay if possible if you know let's say this is kind of a different different world anyways we can go in a time machine i would go with a dinosaur uh maybe like a pterodactyl um kind of get some info about flying which would be cool but i i just think it would be interesting just to like chat with a dinosaur be like hey what's how was the world way back when so (laughs) i would have to say that like yeah i i mean all we've got now are like chickens and stuff or whatever the (laughs) descendants of dinosaurs so so i would have to go with like a pterodactyl take me back taking me back in time to the pterodactyls um And then the last one was a theme park. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I've been rewatching for the millionth time all the Harry Potters, and my boyfriend has been reading Harry Potter for the first time. So every time he finishes a book, I've been watching the movie with him. Um, and so I would have to say going to whatever is it Disney World or Disneyland that has Harry Potter World? Is it both? It's actually Universal. Universal. Okay, I go. I go to Universal. And I'd spend a lot of time in Harry Potter world because that's like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like I've never been to Harry Potter world. And I'm also like, I don't know. I'm not like a crazy Harry Potter fan, but I've seen the movies quite a few times. So um, I would definitely do that. Get some butter beer, get some chocolate frogs. Um, yeah. And whatever like fun rides they have. Let me say as somebody, I tried to watch Harry Potter. I tried, Alicia. I, I tried. Wasn't it for and you. <laughs> I minute twenty one, I was gone. I fell asleep. Oh wow! And somebody pushed me. I'm like, what? And I just see the credits. Uh, okay. I just knew I wasn't about that life. <laughs> but dang, was that yeah. the first Harry Potter though? It was the first Harry Potter. And okay, me, I think it was the I last think they Harry get Potter. better. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you'll have to watch like the last harry potter or something i don't know i think they get better as they go but okay because give it another try <laughs> i okay i will because i said lord have mercy this is the first and the last this this is alpha <laughs> and omega for me because i yeah. can't do this but uh if you say watch watch uh, watch another one 
Um, I will, <laughs> I will do that because it sounds like you did you fall asleep during the first one, or can you just relate to the pain of sitting through it? Yeah, I just you know, they're such young actors and stuff in the first one that it's not always not always <laughs> the best, but I think it gets better as it goes. I think you okay. should give it a go again. <laughs> I I will because I'm sitting there like, how do people like like what, what is this? Do you yeah. Harry Potter fans listening to this? I'm sorry that that I'm judging the first one. I'm I'm really not, but I'm just saying. But I have been. I live in Orlando. I've been to Harry Potter World a couple times okay it's worth the hype it is okay All right. i don't even like harry potter i don't know <laughs> harry i don't know his family i don't know his friends but boy when i tell you i was about to go buy a wand and just <laughs> be swinging around <laughs> universal it is it is so legit and they've really amped it up first of all that butterbeer alicia have you ever had good? butter have you ever no had i actually have i have not had it it's different it it is it is <laughs> different like when i tell you on a hot day, there's nothing better. Because I remember I went in like May. And so they had two options. You can get the regular butterbeer or you can get the frosted butterbeer. Okay. So it's like a butterbeer frosty. Or a, uh, yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, like a ice kind of mix. Yeah, okay. yeah, like a, sl- a slurpy better or something. Okay, better. okay. Oh my gosh. It, huh. oh, it was incredible. Is it basically like cream soda, like without like the fizz, so to speak? Okay, oh, that, I re- that I remember. So you okay. get you get the pure taste of it. Huh. Um, I was that I was the I was shocked because I was kind of confused. I was like, I don't know if I want like a regular butter beer because it's like the it looks like a beer, but right. this one, oof, I was hurt <laughs> when I, I was hurt when it was done. I was hurting. They have well, that would be a must-have then. That's a must-have, and you will get a mustache from the <laughs> phone that comes with it. Um, they have like these little shows or whatever the case might be, if I remember correctly. So you go in and you, everybody's sitting around and they perform all these magic tricks. I I, I don't know the lingo for Harry, um, <laughs> but it looked legit, and they have like the gift thing, they have a train that takes you to the other side of the park, and then oh, the other side. Wow. Granted, every time I went, the train was broken, <laughs> so Yikes. I never <laughs> rode on it. But Dang. it's legit. And then they actually have some legit rides. Do you like roller coasters? Yeah, well, I don't love them, but I go on them. <laughs> I feel that. Well, I just don't go on them. I'm. I cannot be upside down. That's just too much for me. <laughs> uh, but they have one where you're on like this motorbike. And, like, you're going through, I guess on Harry Potter, he's, like, on a little bike or whatever the case might be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they replicate that, essentially. Okay. So you go through this tunnel, and you go around. That thing is fast. Um, wow. And then they have, I didn't go on that one. That wasn't built yet. But then they have two others that kind of takes you through the experience. One kind of almost takes you upside down. It's like a simulated experience, but you're you're moving. It's legit. You guys would love it. Like that okay. is that is a destination place to go. <laughs> um, I would say you would really enjoy that. To this animal, I'm I was sitting down thinking while you were talking, how how would that work? So like you're five, <laughs> what, five, seven, five, eight? Yeah. Five, Dog seven, on, yeah. yeah, dinosaur <laughs> twelve nine. 
or yeah. case might be. Your arms are longer than the dinosaurs, so I'm trying to figure out like. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to like work out you know what's the you know maybe i'm sitting on a bar stool at the table or something and they're kind of stupid <laughs> at least i think you're gonna be sitting on a crane somewhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to eat. you know it'll work we'll work it out like in this situation we gotta just be gracious hosts and like find the best best solution for my dinosaur friend so you got the arms <laughs> like like this trying to eat I'm, yeah. I'm with it i mean i would love to what what would you serve it? What would you serve? Well, I mean, what do they eat, right? <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. Like the only thing I know about like dinosaurs is what I saw in Reptar from Rugrats. Um, well, I mean, I would presumably whatever their prey was, like they were. I don't know. I could feed some grubs or something. That seems like a. <laughs> I'm looking it up now. What did dinos? So okay, so a lot of people have had had this question. Lizards, turtles, eggs, or early mammals? Okay, yeah, okay. I could okay. definitely yeah see them like stooping down, getting a tiny little like prairie dog or something like that. Oh out boy, in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Honestly, I was served with butter beans, which. <laughs> I'm curious. I have had butter beans. I've had it plenty of times. Oh, okay. When it's cooked right, a one. What what got you in the mood for the butter bean? Uh, I'm not mad well, at it, I, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I follow this one woman on Instagram. I think her tag is like Nat's Nourishments or something, and she just came up on my algorithm one day when I was scrolling, and she's like, she's like this. Um, personal chef and she has this series of videos that's like oh this is what I make myself after a long day as a personal chef when I don't want to put that much effort into cooking or whatever she says and I also don't want to put that much effort into cooking after a long day of running multiple times a day so I actually do make like a lot of her recipes and she's also plant-based and so um, when I do make her recipes it's like a lot of beans um so yeah, she's just always got these like tasty, tasty one pot stews that she's soaping up with bread and stuff. So mm. I've she's been inspiring me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I see butter beans are a southern a southern thing. Oh, okay. I didn't even but, know that. Um, but I feel like they've been picked up easily in the Midwest for people in the Midwest because there's so much you can do with them. They're very like yeah. versatile. Um yeah. Now, would I want to eat them every night? No. But <laughs> the way you describe that dish now, curry butter bean concoction, I, I listen. Mm-hmm. You're in you, on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 all in. Have you made yeah. have you you should make that? Um I haven't made it with butter beans. I've made it with like lentils, because she's got like a lentil one on there. But I just feel like it might be nice with butter beans because if you've got like a chicken curry, it's got like a nice mouthfeel mm-hmm. like you bite into a chunk of chicken and i feel like butter beans are similar where it's like a nice big bean that you bite into um as opposed to like lentils are more of like a kind of eaten a soup situation so i just think it would be a nice dish and easy to like scoop up onto non bread if you're sharing it with a bunch of people oh for sure and it's like heartier so it's gonna fill you up more so than mm-hmm. lima beans mm-hmm. or like pinto wow <laughs> 
ooh, I needed something to cook on Sunday, but I I, I know what may go down in my kitchen. Ooh, Jesus, yep. Lord have mercy. Okay. Well, this is <laughs> well, I, thank you. <laughs> oh gosh, like <laughs> that excites me because I don't know. Sometimes you just don't feel like cooking. Yeah, for um, sure. I definitely feel that way. <laughs> I don't know. It would be cool, like if OAC, which I feel like it should, because you have the records to back it up. If they gave you like a personal chef. That would be sweet. Although I do like, okay, some days I really don't feel like cooking and I'm way too tired, but other days I really enjoy like feeling like I made something for myself because sometimes when I'm traveling a lot and we're always going out for dinners and you have to seek out three meals a day, it's like so much easier when you're just at home and you're like, okay, I'm going to make myself this and I'll have leftovers for tomorrow or something. Yeah. So um, yeah, like, Maybe maybe we can hire a personal chef for like uh, you know half of the week. <laughs> That's every fair. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> That's just, those are those are the tough days. Yeah. Well, actually, honestly, Mondays and Fridays. So we should really have it for like workout days. Two Thursdays, Sundays. Ooh. We'll we'll hire him for then. <laughs> Coach got y'all doing hard workouts on Sunday. Isn't that supposed to be a day of rest? Yeah, we have like a weird scheduled week. Like Tuesdays is long run for us, which is super abnormal for people. And then Thursdays, Sundays, because we use like the NIWAT track. And so we try to not be on there at the same time as high schoolers are on there. So Sundays it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, people in church, y'all run the church of the Sunday long run. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it is. You, my friend. You're different. You have this cloud monster energy that I'm here for when you run. Actually, no, it's more like the new cloud eclipse um, <laughs> because it's just like smooth and so like relaxed. But I can tell just based on obviously the results, but obviously watching you run, you run with so much joy, essentially. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? I just really enjoy doing it I guess like I wouldn't be here if I didn't enjoy it and um I think I've like luckily found a situation where I like it's not just the running that I enjoy it's like my whole life I've got you know my friends I've got my team my dog my boyfriend here and so I think it's definitely really important in order to be successful as a runner to like have the whole picture um and so, yeah, I mean, I feel really lucky that we just like happened to have formed the OAC like a few years ago and it turned out really well. And Dathan's a great coach and um, we just added a great new coach, uh, Kelsey. And so I just, yeah, I mean, you train every day with people who are very like-minded and we're all trying to be like in the top of the world. So um, it kind of comes from like a mix of a confidence and being like, all right, this is like what I train for. Like when I'm in a race, it's, that's exactly what we do all of the training like twice a day every single day all year long for so it's definitely a part of just like this is what I'm here for and um I'm just gonna like make the most of it what we always talk about and by we people if you're not having fun you shouldn't do it yeah you just told me your workout that don't sound fun to me <laughs> uh, that that sounds like it hurts that gives me lactic acid I'm just sitting here um uh, <laughs> What is it about what you do and who you do it with, with the OAC, with ON, that allows mm -hmm. you to have fun day in and day out, even when maybe the workouts aren't? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely like the, the workout itself is not always fun. Like, and I don't always want to get out for a run. Like I have to go run five more miles today after my morning, nine miles drills and strides and lift. So it's, it's like, you do get tired, but it's part of it is like the fun part is the improvements that you see over time and like the success that you see with yourself and with your teammates. Um, and just feeling like you matter, like being able to jump into a run with any of your teammates and have a conversation and be like, hey, like, how's it going? What have you been up to? You want to have a Catan night later? Um, so like, yeah, even even though the running isn't always fun, it's like it's very rewarding. And to to see like, I mean, Helen just won the New York City Marathon this past weekend, like to see like all of the hard work that she's put in like that is really fun to be a part of because we know everything that she's done over the you know past major training block and just to be a part of it is like what's really incredible and being able to see like the steps you can take along your career so long term yeah just being part of it and have finding the right people to to join in how do you like keep that selfless approach um because it's like you guys feed off of each other essentially but before you answer that katan that's the board game right <laughs> yeah okay i'm not Thanks. good at it but oh we've also been playing like ticket to ride which is another Ooh. board game so try that one out <laughs> okay okay we will get to that in a minute because i'm actually okay. gonna play some later but um <laughs> uh, like that selfless approach did you kind of i don't want to say how is that built because i think it seems like it's built because you truly care about the people you run with. But how do you guys use that in a sense, just elaborating based off what you just said to say, Hey, she just balled out. I can kind of do that too. Yeah. I, it definitely comes from that of being like, we're all individually trying to get better, but we know that I'm only going to get better if this other person gets better. So um, I think, I mean, I grew up playing team sports, so it's always been like, like I, in basketball it's not all about you it's all about like if the team wins so um yeah I think it comes from just knowing that I'm only going to get so far by myself and it's important to like have people to look up to and have people to push me every day in practice and sometimes you know maybe my 1500 teammates are like dropping me up a hill but I'm like this is what it takes like this is what I need <laughs> so uh yeah and just like being like hey this is my strength like I'm gonna help this person um in this mile rep or whatever because i know i'm good at it and um you know we're all trying to like help each other get better and being able to watch our teammates succeed like it's it, it kind of just comes down to like actually caring about the people and being like hey i want to see you do well i want to see you be happy doing it um so yeah i think it's all about kind of we definitely feel like we're kind of like a second family obviously we have our own families and stuff but um yeah just like really being there for each other's successes and failures and kind of trying to grow through the sport. Have you reflected on how awesome you are and the great things you did this past year? Because <laughs> like that is just, it's like Tom Brady Super Bowls, essentially like what you were able to rattle <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. He's not as a, you guys are more athletic um, <laughs> and stuff like that. I've got, I think you guys, if you guys ran into a, in a foot race, you would easily beat him. I saw a video of him doing a trick play. He had to roll out to try to catch the ball. And like, mm -hmm. I was like, 
oh my gosh, like they land rockets from the moon faster than it takes <laughs> to get to the 30 yard line. Uh, oh boy. Shout out, yeah, shout maybe, out. maybe not the 40 yard dash, but give me a little, little bit longer runway and <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Hey, we'll do the 1K. We'll do 1K. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but have you been able to reflect on just like everything you accomplished this season, breaking all sorts of American records, um, you and Elise really taking charge of American distance, American female distance running, um, inching closer to that top tier, even though that 5K at pre was stupid. Um, yeah. you know, filthy. <laughs> um, but that's going to be y'all one day. Don't even worry about it, essentially. But have you reflected on all of that? Yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't, like, I'm I'm very much a person who's like, all right, awesome, like, let's move on, see what we can do next. So I, I probably should do more reflecting on, like, wow, like, that was a great year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just, like, very thankful for, like, that I was able to do that and pulling off a few different American records and really taking some steps and getting to Worlds and having – the the 10,000 meter race was like where I was truly felt like I can get there like I'm not there yet but I can get there and I was being able to place fifth was like where I knew that I could place like I felt that for like even the year before I felt like I could do that but I obviously wasn't there yet and being able to yeah. perform so it was really like gratifying to actually do that um so yeah and just being like all right awesome great year like what can I do next? So yeah, I've really been like setting my sights on what can I do to get better and what's it going to take every single day. And luckily I've got like a lot of great teammates to look at that. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, Helen, just like I go back to Helen winning the New York city marathon. Like she honestly is a great role model for the rest of us. Cause she's had a really successful career and she's just starting her marathon career. And it's already, she's won two major marathons in one year. So um yeah just like being able to take inspiration from that i think is like what i need next let's step away from this track stuff for a minute let's get to the hard-hitting things that the people really want to know what are three <laughs> things that the legend three things that people don't know about the legend that is sister alicia monson fun facts Ooh, yeah. and before um, you answer i just feel hmm. like you you may not admit <laughs> this but i feel like you were the filthiest point guard back in the day <laughs> I was a point guard actually yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> they kind of I I feel like they kept me in the game a lot because I was like definitely a distance runner and didn't get as tired so I would be like the first one running back on defense <laughs> so <laughs> that was probably my strength but yeah <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough fair enough the best ability yeah. is availability so you're all good <laughs> All right, all right. I just had to say that because I just, I just feel like there's a Jason Kidd kind of mixtape somewhere where you're just like <laughs> dropping dimes and you're getting steals, diving, crack back LeBron James yeah. kind of blocks. Like, I should, uh, I should have made a highlight reel for my high school career. Big mistake, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the question? Three three things, things that, people don't know about me. that know about me. Yeah, my bad. I just had to get that off my chest. But okay. Uh, well, one thing. So we have like a on athlete summit every year where we get to talk to the people who develop our shoes, develop our uh, uniforms for the next year. So they kind of keep us in the loop on things. Um, and so we had that this year, and one of um we had to give them a fun fact about us. And then we were voting on like who we thought it was. 
And so I did this fact because I thought that people wouldn't pick me. But then for some reason, people actually did pick me. And so I had my third. So like, so I'm a, I was a nutrition major in college. And so people are like, oh, Alicia, whatever, like salad or whatever. I, mean, I like other things, but like, I, I'm very like in tune with making sure I have my nutrition. Right needs met and so um i had my third birthday party at mcdonald's and i had like a ronald mcdonald candle and it was at like the playhouse thing and people actually guessed me like i thought they were gonna guess ollie because like he's a mcdonald's (laughs) person but i think because it was like kind of what you the opposite of what you would think they actually did pick me so whatever but i had my third birthday party at mcdonald's and i love that I love that. And I can see that. I would have I would have rooted for you too, because visually I can see it. Like the McFlurry, the McFlurry machine probably worked the day that you had your birthday party yeah. there and then broke out yep. everything else. Yeah. Yeah. 2001, it was there. Since then, 20 years later, still broken. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Tragic. Tragic. But uh yeah, so that that's one fun fact. Um Another one, I've been doing a lot of reading recently. Like I I spent a couple of years after college, like not reading at all because I was kind of sick of reading, but because uh, of all the, you know, homework and stuff. But this past year, I've been doing a lot more reading and I've been reading. Um, so my boyfriend had this book that he hadn't read for a long time. And then Yared came by and he saw it on the bedside table. And he was like, oh, who's reading this? um i was like oh should i read that book <laughs> and it's it's the way of kings it's like a okay fiction i don't know if you've read it but like fiction like picture like uh middle-aged war themed but with magic i don't know it's so like good. the black and white version of harry potter like before there was yeah i TV. guess so okay. yeah and there's like all these little spren and stuff like that but uh so i've been reading that and it's like every single book gets longer there's four books in the series and it started with like uh 800 or a thousand page book and now this last book is like 1500 pages so what? i just started it <laughs> so i've been doing a lot of reading recently <laughs> yeah i listen and i listen to the audiobooks also like i go between reading it and listening to it just depending on like maybe i'm driving to the track or something and i'm listening right. to an audiobook and the audiobook right now is 57 hours long so <laughs> yeah you but got to save that for when you're flying to doha or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah so i you know long fl- and i flew to new york this weekend so i spent a lot of time reading so yeah, that's, I guess I'm a kind of a book nerd now. Um, uh, I'd say number three, um, I'm like super into um, decorating for holidays. So like I had Halloween stuff all over the place. I had like a jack-o'-lantern tablecloth. There's like a million pumpkins around right now that I still have <laughs> to get rid of, but I guess are kind of Thanksgiving themed. Um, and then, yeah, like I like to decorate for Christmas. So I just feel like I like the fall and winter holidays because it starts to get really dark and stuff. So I feel like I have to like lean into something that like yeah. gives me joy. <laughs> so <laughs> That's yeah. fair. So actually, 
you can't see it because my screen is blurred. Is it bad if I have my Christmas tree up like right now lit? <laughs> Do you really nice? Let me let me hold on. Let me let me see if I can unblur the screen to see. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> so I actually have two up in my room. You can't see the other one. So I got the yeah. likes, got the two trees, got all the decorations. I don't know. I figure if you nice. stay ready, you don't have to get ready yeah once halloween is over it's christmas season so thanksgiving is just like a little halftime thing that's that's fair that's fair even though i kind of get i've I've been judged for this and i'm okay with that i I get started a little earlier than halloween Um, (laughs) yeah first day of fall we cranking it listen i live where it's 100 degrees every day i have to look get something like you said for you joy yeah yeah um so you know i'm decking the halls when i'm sweating essentially in, in, when it's we, we experience christmas a little bit differently but yeah <laughs> yeah you guys have a white christmas um, yeah yeah and i go back home to wisconsin for christmas and this year we'll be going between like northern wisconsin and northern minnesota so it's gonna be real cold and real snowy so <laughs> you, ooh, winter one wow okay i yeah. see i don't want to be that cold uh um, yeah but I'm not mad at it. God bless <laughs> um, and everything. Wow. So I'm still on this 1500 page book. That just gives me anxiety. Um, yeah. And it makes me, you see, I, I was like you. So I was a journalism major. Okay. So you're constantly writing and reading and writing and reading. Mm-hmm. And then you're reading more because they say read books to see how authors phrase things. So you're reading books. I was like, you know what? Let me put the books down for a minute yeah that's a lot yeah (laughs) um and I feel bad you're reading all these like in-depth amazing series and I'm I got the Captain Underpants collection in my library like out (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that they're necessarily difficult reads though here I am just like in a fantasy world of people like fighting with flying in the sky so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh i mean sounds entertaining i'm not mad at it what made you major in nutrition i actually t- took new- two nutrition courses okay in college um what the first one was much harder than i thought it was because i'm like oh nutrition this is about to be easy and then like they go in depth and i'm like oh boy yeah turns into s- like biochem yeah it, but i'm like bro what what is like why is math involved in here yeah. and stuff so uh got a c in that class in the first class raised it and got to be in the next class but it's so interesting because i will go to the store and i'll remember everything in that class so i'll look at a half gallon of milk or something like that i drink fair life but i'll look at a regular thing of milk and it'll say low fat and i'm like you lying listen that's still bad for you and stuff like that um what is it about nutrition that you loved um yeah i'd I'd say like i majored in it because um i wanted to do something in the sciences and um i've always been interested in going into like the medical field and being able to help people and i had seen like um in running just the the better I fueled myself, like the better I was able to do and like the more sustainable it was. So that was kind of, I would say what it like, I was just interested in like how, you know, what you eat can affect like your life, like people long-term, um, if you live a healthy life and you stay active and you, um, fuel yourself well, 
then, you know, you can have a good life and be mobile for a long time. And, you know, there's chronic disease that you can control. So I, I would say it was just like, um, kind of just interest. And like, I was kind of like, oh, maybe I would eventually go to medical school. But that turned out, I was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> That's a lot like, of school. Oh, I think I'm going to run. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a lot of school. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. And, and I just think it's like, you know, food is one way that you can like relate to other people and you can like share meals with other people, um, learning about other cultures. And like, whenever I go to a new city, I love to eat whatever is, um, you know, part of that culture. Obviously I don't like try new things right before a race or something, but, um, like I, when we were in Budapest, like the last day I was there, I went and I ordered like the most traditional Hungarian meal that like the restaurant had, because I just wanted to be like, Oh, what do you guys like to eat? They're like, okay. what's traditional here? Um, so yeah, I just think I'm like very interested in um, like, yeah, food from different cultures and like how you can fuel yourself to just like, you know, do whatever you want to do with your life. Have you had Southern culture food before? You know, I have had some good biscuits and gravy, there you but, go. <laughs> but I think I, I need to go more into, I have, okay. I've like always, um you know fried okra i feel like is a big thing but i haven't had that so i feel like that's probably the next thing that i have to have from the south no you don't no you i don't okay (laughs) (laughs) no you don't so what would you recommend i go for then oh god well my favorite food is is what i'm having tonight and the fact that we're talking about nutrition and diseases and cures makes me feel bad but my mom is trying <laughs> it so i god i'm definitely going to eat it and that's fried chicken nice um macaroni but that's like you know part of people's lives is it's not necessarily like what's the healthiest thing it's like what's the best part in your life so i you know fried chicken delicious in, in moderation <laughs> In moderation, yes, exactly. in moderation. I, I have not had a piece of fried chicken in a while. Um, I yeah. do have a hot take. KFC's fried chicken nuggets are better than Chick-fil-A's. Don't sue me. Oh, um, interesting. But that is a fact. I was I was shook. I was shocked. But I got 10 for $5 with a side and a drink. Um, so, yes, yes. I'll have to go. To, I haven't gone to KFC in a long time, but I'll have to go search out their nuggets. They show can't fry no chicken, but they can make some chicken nuggets. <laughs> um, that's that's the truth so i would say for you what would be the alicia mawson southern starter pack um i would say fried chicken you can do biscuits or you can do cornbread mm. um, i prefer a little honey cornbread yeah i'm a big um, cornbread person so yeah, yeah or you would like a skillet cornbread it's called hot water cornbread so instead of making mm. it um like they use flour and stuff but they mix it with hot water and it just kind of steams up the flour and it gives it a very fluffy texture and it's made in a skillet um i would say collard greens would be a good one i would say candied yams would be a good Mm, one um do not look at the nutritional intake of any of the food that i'm getting you giving you (laughs) um (laughs) I don't know. So I, I think that would be a good place to start. Yeah, and that then sounds we can, good, yeah. yeah. And then we can elevate you from those foods to the foods that you can't pronounce, um, <laughs> let alone spell. And you will thoroughly enjoy that too. All right. So I, don't know. I think the biggest thing with Southern food is seasoning and love. Yeah. Like you, you, 
these are dishes that like family recipes and that you take hours and hours that you take your time to prepare i get that so and can i come over and your mom can make me some of uh listen, your family meals? <laughs> listen if you come to orlando in the trials i will make you a plate i don't know <laughs> listen we can have cornbread dressing we have some turkey legs oh listen we do some slow braised turkey legs with some cream of chicken cream of celery with mirepoix with poultry seasoning alicia Oh, Jesus. Sounds good. Sounds like different. a good meal. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Don't expect to run after. Uh, but <laughs> I guess we call them knockout plates for a reason. They will knock you out. Um, and then I do make a cornbread casserole that I have to say mm-hmm. is, is quite lit. Um, so listen, you say the word. I'll, got, I'll send it to Colorado. It, it ain't no thing to me. <laughs> ship it on over. <laughs> we'll ship it on over. So I don't know. That is it, that is interesting. Um do you think I feel like you'd be a great sports nutritionist? Like for a team. Yeah. That had been kind of like what I I don't necessarily know if that's like what I ultimately want to do now, but that had been like what I was kind of um going for. Like I took um they had like a specific sports nutrition class in college and I worked for our the sports dietitian at mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Like I made smoothies during the summers cool. for uh, like we had this smoothie station you'd stock up the snacks and like um you'd like so he would kind of give us little like assignments that's like oh this is like what you might um like let's just take this example of like this football player and like what would you recommend for them or something like that so that was interesting I really like enjoyed doing that I also love that um you used to put a clear in that in the piano yeah um i used to play the violin back in the day okay wow and so i don't know anytime the clarinet made me feel like i was i that was like an instrument i thought about you know because i want to be like squidward tentacles almost um <laughs> you know with them playing but i was I squidward for halloween one year with my clarinet so yeah really <laughs> yeah. The, oh my <laughs> gosh where is this where was this at why can't the world see that picture oh, <laughs> yeah think i've got some somewhere i'll have to pull it up had like an extra pair of pants tied to my waist for like the extra tentacles <laughs> yeah that's epic that is epic i i love that is a winner that is a winner i don't even do halloween <laughs> i've never celebrated halloween but i always wonder like what oh wow yeah wasn't allowed but i was like what costume would i go like who would i go as um mm-hmm. so i was always thinking like stanley from the office oh um, yeah that's a good one or i don't know but stanley would be easy because you just have to wear like a a, just a suit a a brown suit or whatever i think that's i think you wear brown suit maybe with like a yellow shirt or something (laughs) pretty much yeah stanley would be be fun i mean i don't know what what was your best halloween costume (sighs) it's hard for me to even like remember Mm. what i was for halloween (laughs) (laughs) um well i mean well this year i was actually we had the oac gala it was like before halloween but it was like a weekend before or something like that so uh it was fantasy fantasy themed and i was galadriel from lord of the rings and my boyfriend and um our friend olin hacker he was visiting us in town and so ben and olin were hobbits and so 
I had like the pointed crown and stuff. And then I tried to like kind of tuck my hair behind my ear so that it would look yeah. kind of elf-like. And uh, so you could tell who I was when I was standing by the hobbits because they were very obviously <laughs> hobbits. So I think that was like, I mean, it's not necessarily a Halloween thing, but like, I feel like we pulled off the the look really well being like, they're definitely Lord of the Rings characters. <laughs> you know who you, I, I, you would have been great I don't. I forgot her character's name, but I think he would have been great as Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Throw on whatever that little dress that she wears and stuff. Start. Yeah. Start singing The Sound of Music. <laughs> like, honestly, th- I think that would be lit. Like yeah. if you did that. I know you like your music. Next I know time. you love your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. What's your favorite? My favorite musical? Um, I would say Wicked. Like really? I yeah, like I really like that one and um I saw it in person. Don't know where, maybe Minneapolis, but um I, I really like that one, like and we used to like sing the songs in choir, so I actually know the songs. Really? But then yeah. But I mean, I'm not that good of a singer, but I know the songs. <laughs> and, um, but as, as far as like a, a movie that's musical, I've been really into The Greatest Showman, which is like the songs are like good running songs, also. With Hugh Jackman? Was that yeah. His mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> See, I don't really, I can't, high school musical ruined a lot of stuff for me. Um, so I haven't really been able to like watch anything since that. I guess that's like the yeah, kids that's mop, fair. That's like <laughs> kids bop musical, but Les Mis. Um, mm. I don't. I guess you can consider that a musical. Yeah, yeah, Les Mis is a good one. We also sang those songs in choir, so also <laughs> y'all had an elevated <laughs> choir. What in the world? Jeez. I don't. Know, I guess we were like really into like specific musicals so i feel like you say i'm not a good singer and then we'll start hearing you sing you're like freaking alicia keys or something like that uh yeah i don't know about that but i was a tree in a musical so there you go i'm not (laughs) mad at that i (laughs) see i used to do like way back in a past life like in elementary school i did like theater Mm. stuff too yeah and i was santa claus so oh nice Doing things like being a tree and I, I'm I'm not mad at that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Like yeah. we threw apples. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> the, 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 wait, the trees threw apples? Yeah, well, because it was um it was the Wizard of Oz, so we were like you know, oh. kind of like evil trees and we we're like throwing apples at Dorothy or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't know, track and field can consider musicals or track and field was a musical mm. I feel like oh man i was thinking about that in preparation for the show because <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of good I, I i cannot believe i'm saying this because before i was playing sports i used to listen to to really not good music but music that had you made you look for people instead mm. of like be relaxed but i yeah. can low-key see <laughs> How you can get just inner zen and inner peace from listening to soundtracks from different various musicals. Yeah. I like it because I like 
if you know the words, it's very like distracting. Like for me, it's easier to listen. Like when I'm running or just like getting in the zone before a race, it's easier for me to listen to like a song that has words and like I guess like a story than like like just a straight up like house music beat or something. That's fair. So I'd say it's it's like more distracting for me, which is good. <laughs> So, that's no i get that. i could see I how that. it's not good for some people but for me it is <laughs> no that would be good for me um have you ever heard Kristen bell and jimmy fallon do the history of disney musicals rendition no i don't think i have they cranked out everyone that led from like the beginning to led to like frozen wow um, i actually think you would really like that yeah i should look that up Wait, it's like a, is it a song or is it like a video? It's a video. I'll send you the link okay. to it. I'll okay, email cool. you the link to it. Granted, uh, you may not like the last part because I, I would, from what I understand, you don't like Frozen 1. Um, I, I like it, but Frozen 2 is better. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. It looks okay. a little... I haven't seen any of them. I'm just kind of leaving at that. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, not my cup of tea, but... <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't, but I can't say that because I don't know why I was never. It's just like if I could watch Wisconsin Ohio State play or watch Frozen, mm. I'm going to watch Ohio State beat Wisconsin. You know, <laughs> I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm sorry. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> but like everybody like swore by it. Like I went to see, um, crap. What's that movie with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper? Um, yeah, I know what one you're talking about, but I can't think of. It. It's like a, a Star is Born. Oh, Star is Born. A Star is Born. Yeah. Yes. Um, like I actually sat through stuff like that. That turned me off. Yeah, with music in it. Yeah. Um. So you like more of a story? Yeah. I because I don't know. Maybe it's because of being a journalist, but I feel like I'm more at my mind relaxes when I listen to storytelling aspects of music. Yeah, that's fair. I I, I don't know. Frozen, a, Frozen t- one and two, but they tell a story. You know, Anna and Elsa are doing their thing. So what's what's the, <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the story though? Like, <laughs> well, you know, like Elsa's got powers, and she's got to learn how to like you know let love in, lean into them. And then the second one, they're like, um, I don't know. There's this like unknown frozen, unknown place that they have to, I can't even remember. They have to like unlock this enchanted forest or something. So, yeah. <laughs> what in the name of Dora the Explorer is going on there? Okay. Yeah, it's I, a good time. It's a good time. They, have, not, they have good songs. There's like singing reindeer. So. I'm not mad at that. I don't know. <laughs> My only gripe is make sure that the soundtrack that I hear slaps as equally as the soundtrack that's in the movie <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you made an interesting point. So, but before I get to that, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask this question because we talked about it. Culver's. There's mm-hmm. actually, I'm curious. Have you ever been to Raising Cane's? There's a Raising Cane's right next to the Culver's in Longmont that I go to. Because <laughs> I know I've, it's a I've Midwest gotten, thing. Like, I've gotten, um, like, I've tried someone's chicken tender from there once, but 
I haven't like I'm more of a Chick-fil-A person than Raising Cane's, which I never really get either because I go to Culver's if I'm going to like a fast food restaurant. So is it worth the hype? Because everybody's like, oh, you gotta get this toast. Oh, you gotta go to toast. Oh, you gotta do this. And I'm like, yeah, for some, for some chicken and some and they swear by the bread and the sauce. And I'm not big on mayonnaise based sauces for whatever reason. Um, so like I don't like Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't like you know, sauces like that, but they're like, this yeah, is the fair. best bread you'll mm. ever have in this side of the Midwest. And I'm like, bro, this looks like some Pepperidge Farms bread. Like, like, like what? Yeah. I, yeah. Um, One of my friends really likes Raising Cane's and he doesn't really, he eats like cheese pizza and chicken nuggets and that's kind of like it. He goes to law school <laughs> here and then he ran at Wisconsin. But he, whenever like, if someone's getting something, he's like, hey, can you pick up my Raising Cane's? So he's really into it. So, I mean, I don't really know because I'm just not really, I feel the same way about like what you said about the bread. It's like, is it really that good? I don't know. Um, And also like, it's pretty, I don't really go there because I'm like, I love a good shake or, mm-hmm. you know, ice cream to go with my meal. And all they have is like lemonade. So, um. Yeah which is like down vote for me. So um, yeah, I I mean, I'd say, I'd say I'm not going to knock it till I try it, but like, I'm going to say Culver is probably the better pick. <laughs> Did you guys have an Andy's, it's like an Andy's frozen custard in Wisconsin? Um, No, but we had a Michael's frozen custard. Okay. Probably same difference, but frozen custard is good. What? I know you love Culver's. And mm. I had a real, I don't know if we talked about it pre, I had a bad experience at Culver's because Culver's <laughs> has a very diverse menu, yeah. which I appreciate them trying. Bless your heart. Culver's in Orlando. Just make sure that when you fry something, change the grease. Um, because I got, my mom got like a pork tenderloin sandwich or whatever. Okay. And it, it was black. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Just not done well. It was it was too yeah, well. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um essentially. Dang. But I I was I was I was hurt because I got I keep it simple. I, I tried the chicken at Culper's, it's fine. Like I, I'm not gonna trip over it. Yeah. But I, I do the double butter burger mm. um with cheese, lettuce, pickles, ketchup with the crinkle cup yeah. fries. Um, but my two questions—that's my two questions for you: Are the cheese curds like Midwest official, or are they like generic? And what is your favorite custard? Because there's been a back and forth mm-hmm. of like Culver's custard is really not good Midwest custard. Oh, um, yeah. So their cheese curds definitely not like good Midwest cheese curds. Mm-hmm. And at least like I've gotten them from Longmont here, and I'm like. Yeah, I've had better cheese curds. Um, it's just too thick. Like the the batter's too thick. A good cheese curd should have like very thin batter really? um, around it, and it's like mostly cheese. Um, but yeah, it, but I don't know if you had the Curderberg. So they do Curderburgers all through October while supplies last, but sometimes the supplies only last through like the first ten days of October. But it's, it's a, so it's like a butter burger. It's like one butter burger patty and then a, 
like literal cheese curd patties. Like it's like a oh. flat circular cheese curd, like fried cheese curd. And then the usual toppings like lettuce, onions, tomatoes, mayo, or something like that. It's pickles. It's really good. And I would recommend it. But now you have to wait till next October. To That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah. hurt. So too late. But um, yeah, so like that is actually a really good cheese curd. But it's like just a giant cheese curd on a patty. <laughs> so um, and then, yeah, as far as the. I mean, the custard, like, I really like Culver's because it's the best custard I can get currently because it's, like, the only custard I can get because I'm <laughs> living in Colorado. But um, there's definitely better, like, Michael's Frozen Custard is, like, I think maybe a small chain in Madison, and that was where we would always go, like, while we were in school, and they had all these different toppings. Like, I would get the Emerald City Twister, which is probably controversial because it's, like, mint it's mint custard. I know some people don't like mint, but it's like mint custard with um, like like real chocolate cake and it was really good and like pecans mixed in. Ooh. So I would say that like, yeah, it's like Culver's, it's not the most elite like Midwest custard, but it's definitely good. Like I'd rather have custard at Culver's than plain ice cream. So I need to go to brother Michael. Ooh, who yeah. Doesn't, who doesn't like mint custard? That sounds amazing. Yeah, I know. I mean, I like it. Some people don't like mint, but I like it. So I love mint. Listen, this is the time of year for the mint too. Like, yeah, true. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> dude, that got my spirits going. Lord, have mercy, making spirits bright. Culver's, can we get sister an endorsement? And can you sponsor the show too? Oh <laughs> yeah. My gosh. Um, I probably already post like Bert, my dog, having a pup cup, like. Every single time I go to Culver's, anyways. <laughs> like literally, listen. Let's just make it happen. Let's let's put two and two together to equate four. Oh, yeah. man, I'm with that. Oh, wow. I think the one thing I will I will give to Cul Culver's, they have like a different flavor every hour. Uh, yeah. Essentially. So did I try the Oreo or the peach? I don't know which one I tried, but I was like, okay, okay. I, yeah. I, I I can I can low key dig it. I can look yeah they're into their flavor of the days like different one every day and i sometimes i'll if it's like i'll check what they're having this week to be like all right on wednesday it's a good one i gotta go to colors on wednesday not thursday they've got blackberry called cobbler or whatever but Ew. <laughs> but wednesday maybe it's like a brownie overload or something i'll get it <laughs> let me let me ask you this and i'm I got we're gonna get to our rapid fire in just a second so we can get on out of here how important was it for you to play all the sports? Because one thing about it, this has kind of been a debate. A lot of kids, they kind of lock into one sport and they stay there yeah. because I think there's a mentality. I got to, I got to be in this sport. I have to really strategically do this and this alone, because this is going to elevate me to the next level. This is going to hone the skill set. But I feel like I played three different sports when I was in high school. I loved each and every one of them. Um, you played a lot of different sports. And mm -hmm. now you are like this global icon when it comes to running. Like they may change the K to the Monson because that's just how elite you are essentially when it comes to these races. How important was it for you to play multiple sports? And why do you think it's important for like all these kids to 
experience those different sports? Yeah, I definitely think like as far as I think it's like both physical and mental, like physically you're doing a lot of different movements and like developing your muscles and bones in a different way than you would if you were like just only running. Um, And then also just like mentally being able to like handle different things and handle different adversities and being like being on a team and caring about other people. Um, And also it's like, I lived in the Midwest, so it it's, in a small Midwest town, at least at that point, it wasn't normal to like only do one thing. Like you play, you play basketball in the winters because you like can't go outside during the winter. Like I'm not going to (laughs) run, I'm not going (laughs) to run during the winter. Um, But yeah. And like, I definitely get it that it's running is becoming more competitive and kids are specializing earlier. But I think even if they do that, it's really important to like be able to develop as an athlete anyways um so like doing like I'm in the gym three times a week and we do drills and strides so you're doing like lateral movements and jumping and skipping and um being able to do different things I mean I tore my ACL in high school so it's like very important to me to be able to you know I'm not I'm not about to try tearing my ACL during a race or something making a move out to the right lane so like it's definitely very important to like be athletic um And yeah, just like enjoying your life. Like now I focus like entirely on running, but I think it's kind of funny how I'll just like look at, look back and be like, ah, I can't believe I just like, when I was a kid would play four basketball games on a Saturday and like in the middle of them, just go down like a taco in a bag and be like, all right, time to go play another game. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, I don't know. I think like, you know, kids enjoying their lives and making friends through sports is super important um it's definitely like where I've made all my friends so um yeah I think just like whatever makes you happy and being like maybe I'll specialize in this later on but um whatever is like gets you higher up um and like is really enjoyable is a long-term solution I wholeheartedly think I'm I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look up your basketball highlights and I'm just gonna see all these chase down blocks. You probably it's so amazing. Throwing bones, throwing bones <laughs> just that mid, Midwest toughness. It's so amazing to me. Um and I have two more questions, then we'll do the rapid fire and get out of here. All you distance runners played basketball back in the day and were pretty good. Uh yeah. Allie Ostrander like oh, told yeah. me the story about how she hit like the game winning three in a tournament to secure like, a third place finish. <laughs> Julia Julia Griffey um of of Hoker or oh gosh not whatever uh elite marathoner um also feel better Julia she just got inducted into like the high school basketball hall of fame for her state oh, or wow. some or her school which was like nationally ranked or some stuff like that's that that's legit yeah wow yeah <laughs> we have you who like so modest and humble like i said i there there's some animal mixtape with alicia monson's face on it like from back <laughs> in the day i don't know it's just like i don't know you guys were like straight ballers <laughs> and everything yeah. so it was a good time out in my driveway shooting bunch of bunch of bunch of practice shots all summer. So ninety two percent free throw percentage. Yeah. I see it. I see. It. I see it. 
Let me ask you this. What confidence do you take away from the great things you were able to accomplish last season heading into this season? Um, I think confidence in like what I'm doing every single day, like it's working and I've been, you know, training under days and training with the OAC. This, this is now in my fourth year, I think I signed in 2020. So this is like my fourth, three full years, my fourth year, um, like training and I've just very gradually gotten better and taken steps. Um, so I think just like confidence of being like, I've seen the results and every single day when I'm getting better in practice, like it's going to help for next year when I'm going into these races. And then also just being like, um, when I, when I step, you know, into a race with the best people in the world, like I can compete with them. Like I placed fifth at worlds. I know I can put myself in it and like, Sometimes it's a little nerve wracking when like, uh, you know, Gudaf Sege like comes up right on your shoulder and you're like, ah, man, like (laughs) what's going to happen next? I don't know. But just being like, yeah, like I belong here. Like I'm going to try and compete with them and I'm going to do the best I can. And like having the training to back that, that's just, that's what I'm looking for over the next year. Last question before we get to down the home stretch, which is our rapid fire um, segment. Are you having fun? Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm just, you know, living my life. I, I feel like, you know, there's not much you can say about the the day-to-day of just like, oh, I woke up, I ran, I ate, I went to sleep, woke up, I ran. But like, yeah, I, I really do enjoy just what I'm doing every day and getting to talk to talk to new people, meet new people, go to race, like go to places I would never go to um so i i think that's really fun of being able to like experience things in life that i would never have other otherwise been able to do you have survived the interrogation process now we're on to our last segment called down at home stretch i'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions i want you to answer them to the best of your ability are you ready i'm ready there's a food that you could live with and a food that you could live without for the rest of your life what would those items of food be Um, I could live. Ooh. <laughs> That's a hard question. Okay. Um, I'd say pizza. I could live with because you can do a lot of different things with pizza: breakfast pizza, taco pizza, regular pizza. So I'd live with that. Live without. Um, I guess asparagus. Like I'm not an asparagus person. I don't choose it. I don't need it. No, I feel like people choose that asparagus life. That asparagus life doesn't choose you. You know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. What's your favorite pizza? Um. Well, I really like just a plain margarita pizza. To be honest, like good, good mozzarella cheese and like whole basil, good crust. I like that. I'm with yeah. that. All right. Few <laughs> more questions. Few more questions. So, what? on clout shoe matches your energy um i mean i i guess i would have to say monster just because like months and monster um and i also train in them a lot <laughs> like i run a lot of miles in them so i would say that um but also the cloud ter- if i'm going if i'm going like off running energy cloud terries because they're just like good classic walk around shoes like you're just walking around town athleisure or your dig and save outfit can't go wrong walking the dog 
Oh, okay. People say the cloud five, but that other cloud, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm yeah. With it. <laughs> All right. Okay. A few more questions. We go. We gonna keep it rolling. What is your favorite Christmas song? Mariah Carey. Uh, All I want for Christmas is you. That's just classic. <laughs> that's that's fair. I do understand that. I do understand that. If you had to have dinner with anybody who's living, who are you having dinner with? Um. Who's living? That's. I mean, right now Taylor Swift. That's like fair. I'm not even. I'm not even like a T Swift major fan or anything but she's just so interesting because she's like everywhere these days so uh, taylor swift thank you get free tickets too uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> essentially to uh one of her concerts all right a couple <laughs> more questions dream vacation spot Ooh. um well i would have to say like I haven't been to Australia and I've got, well, or New Zealand. Actually, okay. I'm going to have to say New Zealand because there's more variety in, um, in like, uh, landscape there. Okay. And George says like nothing about New Zealand and like <laughs> none of us have been there, but it's also like a really cool place apparently. So just because I haven't been there, I'm going to say that. <laughs> Okay. Favorite thing about the OAC? Um, I would say that we're, my favorite thing is that we're all just like, we're all very different people, but it just meshes really well. Like, we're definitely like siblings. Like, <laughs> so, sometimes we, you know, sometimes we fight. Sometimes we're like, uh, get along really well, but it just like ends up really, you know, I think everyone's just like, there's no cookie cutter person in the OAC and we're all very different. So I really enjoy that. Best era of television. Best era? Yeah. Um, I guess, well, like, like 2007 to 2015 is like prime survivor, amazing race. Mm. Um, like all the like I know they're still airing and people still watch them, but we're on like the fiftieth season or something. <laughs> but at the time they were very interesting and I would like oh and Chuck, that was another one I would watch at that time. It's just like you had all these and wipeout, you had all these shows that you'd watch oh. on like, oh here it is on Wednesday night, like I'm I gotta watch Wipeout. So the the time when you were like, you know, had specific shows to watch on a specific day of the week. I'm with that. Actually, oh, I used to watch Wipeout with, uh, what's her name, Jill Andrews? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know her last name, but yeah. <laughs> and wasn't, uh, was John Anderson on that show? Yeah. John Anderson, who does, like, running commentating. <laughs> Shout out to my dog, John. Yeah. John's been on the show. I forgot about Wipeout. Oh, yeah. gosh. What? Man, I used, I, used, uh, I used to love, like, people come in with so much enthusiasm and then they fail that's bad we're just we're just we're just like enjoying people's downfall yeah. <laughs> all right it's fun though it's good to watch okay who is let's put it this way if you had to meet any star from any musical who would you like to meet? 
Um, I guess Hugh Jackman because he's been in multiple musicals, and I just think he's an interesting person. Um, I don't really know anything about him, but he seems interesting. Um, yeah, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Last question, the most important question you'll answer: Why does kindness matter to you? Why does kindness matter to me? Um, it matters to me because I think it's like what what lasts when you're no longer interacting with someone like some someone will remember you because you showed them a kindness and i think that's like really important to pass on and you know you sometimes you can't control what happens but you can control like how you treat other people and i think that's definitely a oh definitely a lasting um you know part that you can give to people in their lives you have survived down the home stretch. You hit it with a record time, and by record time, I don't keep score. So we just can <laughs> say it's a record. So we got all these Ks. Alicia, you balled out. I appreciate you coming on the show, fam. Where can people find you? Where can people support your journey? Uh, I'm mostly on Instagram. Months and Alicia is my tag. Um, and we so we have like a photographer, Colin Mock, who um takes pictures over practices and stuff so you'll see me and my teammates on instagram posting stuff from whatever long run we did today or whatever so yeah follow along alicia you have been oh wait oh, also Never mind. sorry strava i forgot that i have that i kind of like i don't really i'm not that active on it but if you're interested in what i do for training if you like into miles and stuff like that i'm also on that <laughs> okay listen strava i I deleted the app. <laughs> I, <Yeah. don't> <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't want people to know I'm not doing anything. But <laughs> it's all good. Alicia, I appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate everybody listening. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Until next time, see ya.